What's up, gays? Welcome to the Gay Girls Club. I'm your host, Bethany. And I'm Spencer. And this is a podcast for girls who like girls. And we're back. Oh my god, we're I'm back. Coming in fucking hot today. Coming in hot after And by the today new I mean year. tonight. Tonight. So we've got is a special episode first time? planned. This is Gay Girls Club. I just had a stroke. This is Gay Girls Club After Dark. <laughs> after Dark. Where things get wild. I have had an, uh, an energy drink. I just finished it. You can't see my eyes are fucking wired right now. Love that for you. I'm so excited to record. We're living the dream. Living the dream. We have not recorded since before Christmas. Yeah, it's been a, to be fair, you have been quite dead. I was sick for a long time. I have two sores on the inside of my mouth. Oh, like canker sores? Hang on. Oh. Ow. (laughs) No. Mm -mm. I need some of that stuff that Carly had. The the thing that looked super old. Yeah. It numbs my mouth. I'm salivating right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Um, Um, Anyways, thanks for hanging out, everyone. We'll see you next year. This is our one and only podcast of the year. No, we took a holiday break and it took was a good. Holiday break. It was good. It was we good. have we have we a were lot kind of, of ad- forced to. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah. let's give some updates. We'll do a yeah. catch up. Okay. Um, so we've got some adjustments happening in my household. Oh. Um, so it kind of was wild. I was sick for a while. Um like two months. Yeah, I was sick for a long time. Um, plus we went to Disney um, and Carly started a new job. Mm-hmm. We got shout a, out to her. We got a dog. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, so we've had a lot of a lot of stuff going on. So we thought that a break over, you know, the holiday was going to be the right call for the yeah. GGC. <laughs> the GGC. Yeah. Um, my parents both have COVID. Sorry, yeah. I've been upstairs this entire day. Yeah, so you're quarantining yourself since they don't quarantine. I've been super busy. Well, she's been my someone's been putting on a mask every single time I come downstairs. Okay. She goes, I appreciate that. Yeah, I have been busy helping my sister move. Okay. Right, right, right. I forgot. That's about it. Yeah. So um we have our last Christmas like get together this weekend with Carly's side of the family um and one of our niece's girlfriends has an autoimmune disease and is like sicker than me gets sicker than me so is that um, possible yeah (laughs) i didn't think so i feel like you're a hypochondriac sometimes (laughs) (laughs) no but she uh they've had us all take covid tests so it tests for covid the flu and rsv Mm. um so that everyone will know going into this because we're going to her sister's inn and we're all staying overnight and stuff so we get our results soon i think to see if we can all go well anyway. good luck with that <laughs> i can't yeah. wait till you get sick again oh my gosh please no i still sound sick a little bit like my voice still is not all the way better she does not you can't you can't i mean it? not to gaslight you but 
You can't hear it? No, I can't hear it. You sound the exact same uh, as well, a normal. Probably normal because voice. you've heard me sound like this for two months now. My voice is definitely deeper. I haven't deeper. spoken to you in like eight months. We don't talk. <laughs> we don't talk anymore. We're going to get copyrighted? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so what... So I told Bethany about 30 seconds before we start before we started this. Sorry, I got a, a Discord message and it scared oh, me. That's okay. Um, we I told Bethany about 30 seconds before this episode started. I said, listen, whatever you think is gonna happen this episode, cancel it because I've got something. Canceled. I don't I feel like I don't bring ideas very often. I mean, I bring ideas, but I don't bring uh taking over for an episode very often. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of go off of each other. Yeah. So I've got a really good uh, movie explanation episode today. Oh, we're going to give a little synopsis? And I am so excited to share this movie with all of our thousands of listeners. Thousands. We've blown up over this break. <laughs> We've blown up. Shout out to Peru, by the way. Is it Peru? It was. I think it was Peru. Oh, Peru, yeah, 2% of our listeners. Whoever you are. We love you so much. I don't speak Peruvian, but that's fine. Well, clearly they speak English if they're listening. Or they don't, and they're just listening for fun. And they just know we sound so fun. They probably think I'm the funniest person in the world. Wait, so before we get into the movie, uh-huh. I just want to let you know that my whole family tonight took like a test that tells you what like your skills are it's kind of like well Carly's new job had her do it and from there we of course all had to take it obviously because she can't have anything to herself (laughs) well no she wanted us to take it needless to say me my sister and my dad all our top one is commander (laughs) that we like to be in charge to army generals <laughs> we're good at leading we're like good at taking charge and handling things and getting stuff done which was not surprising i'm but shocked my mom and carly both were like encouragement and like supporting people <laughs> like just they're nice people and we're not is essentially yeah. what what we realized I my mean, you second are my second one though is just called winner so (laughs) which is kind of funny because you're obviously not a winner because that's second wow so i said it should have been my first because it was it said that every you turn everything into a competition that you can somehow make everything a contest or a competition or a game because you feel like there's no point if there's not a winner at the end bethany does that a lot whenever people get sick because I'll go, man, I have like a cough stain. And she'll go, I have the flu. And I'm like, oh my God. And I go, uh, uh, and she goes, Ugh. literally right now, she just did it. She just coughed on screen. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, and your mom and your sister and your. Sorry. I miss you so much. <laughs> I miss you too. It's we been talk too every long. day, but not in person. I know. I mean, we haven't even been playing video games. It just keeps, it's just, we just, we just can't get it together. Just like me. Yeah, literally. New year, same, Spency, not being able to speak. (laughs) Um, New year, 
same us. Same us, unfortunately. But the GGC is going to be better than ever this year. 2023, yeah. we're coming at you. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. Um, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> Sounded super confident. Listen, I'm really excited. I got tears in my eyes. I'm just excited because I, in the past month, have consumed so much queer content. I feel like it's more than I've done the whole rest of the year. I have to tell you something. Go I ahead. completely forgot to tell you. Go there ahead. is an app that Alyssa and her husband, Julian, shout out to them. Julian, number them. one, one of our number one Number listeners. one fan. Number one fan. They point out to us a, a gay um, app, like a TV app. It's not great. What is it? It's not great content. It's called Fossum. F-A-W awesome i think hang on it's like fossum tv and there's a sub app in fossum hang oh. on okay because i had a different awesome. le- i had like i think it's les flicks or something like that and it was garbage so i canceled it because i mean and the only free. the only good one that came from it was that 20 minute movie that i showed you about oh, the camp, camp was she Bell- smoking after fucking that girl <laughs> yeah. Like oh, Belvedere or something. It was really good. I watched it like five times. <laughs> uh Fossum is free, by the way. It's for okay. Fire Stick. Ooh, okay. I don't know if you have Fire Stick. But um it ha- there's like a lesbian or there's a That's the Amazon one. Amazon Fire Stick, right? Yeah, there's yeah, an LGBT one. subsection, like a different app, essentially. Okay. They don't look great. It's fine. But that's fine. It's gay. So yeah. speaking of gay um this movie i told you a little bit about it because i watched it over new year's it was between this movie which is a lesbian nun movie from the 17th 1700s not warrior nun not warrior nun worse i did not okay spoiler alert i did not finish this movie i recommend that you do not watch it and i say you to you and the audience okay it's two hours a waste of time and i made it through an hour well i thought this was going to be something different I thought this was going to be you talking about a movie that you really liked. No, this is a really (laughs) funny movie. Okay, okay. But not intentionally. I also thought on New Year's you said you weren't picking the lesbian movie. Yeah, well, it was between that and I started watching this one movie called Gaia. And it's a kind of monster creature movie where the this girl is in the this jungle. Which obviously you would always pick that. Well, it I was I kind of wanted something scary. Oh, right. And okay. both movies I didn't finish. Okay. But um it was it was kind of cool. It's like a fungus that is like it's like massive and it's underground and it will infect people and turn them into these weird creature things. I didn't finish it. I hope she makes it out. But um it was okay. And then I switched to the lesbian movie. Now this movie our Mary Fling today, by the way, is nuns. <laughs> so pick your favorite nun. Beatrice um mother Teresa. <laughs> all right you went with the real person i went with someone from warrior none it's okay all right um, anyway i'll marry and flinger yeah not mother Teresa. beatrice oh okay thank you so this <laughs> movie is called benedetta excuse me benedetta okay b-e-n-e-d-e-t-t-a okay and it's based off a book I forgot the name of the book. It's very, it's a very like, 
like the life and adventures of a lesbian nun and so wait a minute i've watched this what i've 100 percent watched this okay well then this will just be a great episode to recap you on it came out in 2021 yes this movie (laughs) it's so fucking insane so i just want to you got your dickinson episode this is my episode yeah go go this is all you so i didn't finish it so i'm gonna read like i'm gonna like whenever it gets to like the part where i stopped how did you not finish it it sucked ass yeah but i was so the sex was terrible I can't even say I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm gonna I go. I'll ahead. tell you to where I stopped and okay. then I'll say like the ending and then you can tell me what the important stuff that I missed. Okay, so it starts we know off, I'm really good at that. Yeah, so it starts off. There is a little girl and her family, and she's at this um uh shrine for Virgin Mary. And it felt like a porno because I- these these guys came up right and they are these bandits but they just came running up and they're you know they're like shit talking this family let's and preface this by saying this is based on a true story yeah this is quote-unquote based on a true story <laughs> Go ahead. loosely and so the they're like oh like give us all your gold and they're like no we can't do that we don't have anything and the guy who's missing an eye he's like oh really and he takes a spear and he lifts off the mother's gold necklace and he goes i got something here and the little girl she talks about how she's been visited by the virgin mary and she worships her and she goes mary's gonna fuck with you or something like that and he and everyone's laughing and then a bird comes and poops on his eye this is not me making this up by the way this is what happened so a bird comes and poops on his eyes everyone laughs at him and then he gives the necklace back and runs away with his team and then that's how the movie starts. And I went, <laughs> and but the the acting was so like like parody porn acting. The f- beginning to end, this movie felt like a porno gone wrong, but like also it was just uncomfortable. The, I, that's the best word to describe it: uncomfortable. It wasn't uncomfortable to me. I th- okay, so I really liked the premise of the movie, which is a nun who is very, very devoted, um, finds herself slipping because she's falling for a woman and she doesn't know what to do. And there's also a lot of weird like, um, like visions that's going on with her, right? And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I really like that kind of stuff. Um i'm interested yeah and you hate nuns i sometimes think hun- nuns are hot i almost said huns huns are um, not yeah from mongolia <laughs> um so the parents drop her off at a, at a uh, convent and they're like hey we're gonna give this girl and she, they're like i can't the sister her name is the mother sorry um abbas felicita felicia felicita whatever who cares um she is like i only accept like you know i've got hundreds of girls here and i'm only accepting three and he's like okay i'll give you like a dowry and she's like all right sold and it's all in french by the way um so they accept her 
Yes, it was all in French. <laughs> all right. Sure. If you say so. I think it was, unless it was a fever dream. So <laughs> they are... She gets accepted, right? And it's her first night. And she's like, I need to go pray to the Virgin Mary. So there is a massive statue. By massive, I mean, it's like as tall as a person, probably. And it's on like a little pedestal. And she's praying at night. Okay, this was where I knew that the movie was not going to be great. Because she's praying. And this Virgin Mary has... She's like, you know, stood and she's got baby Jesus in her right arm and her right tit is out. Yeah. Because like Jesus is, you know, like, she, you know, Virgin Mary, the mother. And right. so the statue falls in one of the worst cut scenes I have ever seen in my entire life. Like it's falling and then it cuts and it's on top of her. Yeah. Has not crushed her, this no. small child, which is a miracle. And so she's sitting there. She's been pinned down by the Virgin Mary. And I was in my head, I was like, don't suck her tit. So I, yeah. she sucked her tit. Obviously. Like hardcore. Yeah. And I was like, is this this little girl? Is this child pornography? Right. It wasn't. This... <laughs> but all the other nuns are like, oh my God, it's a miracle. And they're like, oh, let's lift her. Because it, it just somehow cracks. Like the thing that it's standing on. She it's a giant it. statue. Right. It mind should you. kill her, but it's a miracle that it doesn't. Right. So, um, it flash forward 18 years later, she's 21, I think, now. So thank God. Um, <laughs> no more child porn here. Yeah. Um, another woman uh, named Bartol Bartolomea, played by Daphne Patakla, Patakla, she comes in running from this man and his sheep okay and she drops to her knees at the abbess who is the older woman the reverend mother and she's like please save me he's gonna kill me you know whatever and at the time bless you the um our benedetta that's the that's the main girl's name and right. the movie's name after she's like oh my god father please save him because her father's here because it's her her birthday or something i don't know who cares um and he's like all right i'll just pay for her and they're like, okay, you can do that. And, and so she's like, thank you so much. And it turns out her father, the, the girl who ran in, her father lost his wife to the plague. They never specified which plague, but I am assuming it is the plague. Yeah. Um. They, they She's like, yeah, he lost uh, his wife. And so he took me as his wife. And Benedetta goes, like, in every way. And he goes, and she goes, yeah. And so she's, like, bruised and all this stuff. She tried to kill him. Who cares? So this is a number two where I knew the movie was not going to go well. So yeah. uh, Bardo, that's what we're going to call her. Bardo <laughs> goes up to Benedetta at night. And she's like, is there anywhere I can take a shit? That is the exact line, by the way. And yeah. So she goes, yeah, sure. She goes, oh, my God, you have actual commodes? I was like, this is an actual line, okay? Yeah. So it plays the full scene of them shitting. Yeah. And farting, which is fine. You know, I get it. Everyone does it. But it was just such an odd, like, there wasn't really much talking in that point. Right. That's like their first connection. Right. Yeah. And it's them shitting. And I mean, I love that for them. Yeah. I but... mean, it could be a good time. Sure. And it was just kind of weird. And then bardo kisses benedetta on the lips after she poops and they wipe with hay which i found really funny um i mean they actually did that but it was just really funny that they showed it 
they're, but she, like, she like sat next to her yeah like they're sitting like shitting together right just like, having so a good you, time do you come here often you know right you know getting a sniff and the next day um benedetta has some kind of vision and she sees jesus keep in mind this is the whitest jesus i've ever seen in my life yeah looks like jared leto it's not jared leto but um looks like this <laughs> that's who it looks like and so there's a lot of weird visions that she has i'll get to them in a little bit because yeah. they get really fucking wild yeah but um so all of a sudden they are in this workers area where they're like doing like thread and stuff and bardo someone runs into bardo and it's this one girl who is the reverend daughter's or the reverend mother's daughter her name is christina okay she's pretty cute she's kind of cool um and she drops all of the spindles christina does into this boiling thing of water and so benedetta goes up to bardo and is like you did this this is your fault and she's like she shouldn't have like she should have watched where she was going she's like yeah but it's your fault so she goes all right take the spindles out of the water Benedetta says that to Bardo and Bardo's like okay so she sticks her hand in the boiling water yeah and her hand is like just Burns annihilated off. yeah right literally melted and so the reverend mother calls her to her chambers Benedetta and she's like what happened she's like I don't know she's like do you feel affection for this girl and I was like whoa <laughs> whoa I'm all about a, a fast burn every once in a while this this is no burn this was like she's already been burned like there's no yeah i don't know it, where we, how we got here no it was wild like we shit together i'm gonna have you melt I'm your hand love, off personally. but i'm in love with you right and so she's like okay well you have to take care of this girl's duties for the next two weeks that's your punishment she's like okay gg easy yeah and there's a she woman said that, that she, there's a woman that she's taking care of <laughs> And her tit is like cut off, like the nipple, and there's like a massive gash. Yeah. And she and she also gets she dies at some point. Yeah. And it's very sad, I think. Um <laughs> and in I, I know it sounds like I'm not doing a great job, but there is nothing in between these moments. So the only thing that I would maybe add that maybe maybe we took different interpretations on this. In my opinion, it felt like the movie was trying to show you that, like, Benedetta is psychotic. She... Like, that she's either, like, some kind of a false prophet type situation. But but you will see later she isn't. Right, no, but I I felt like they were trying to It is trying to build up that she is maybe not stable right people don't trust her people think she's making shit up all the right. time because it gets now we're kind of progressing and benedetta gets super sick because yes. she's having these visions and one of the visions is she after after so um what's her name bardo sticks her hand in her asshole while they're in benedetta's asshole while they're singing in church not in front of yes. the crowd, thank God, but just with the other nuns. Yes. And she goes, huh? and she, all of a sudden, she's transported to Jesus's mind palace. 
Yeah. And there's a bunch of snakes coming at her and Jesus comes out of nowhere, quite literally out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what he does. He cuts the snakes off of her and he's like, Benedetta, my wife. Because that's her whole thing is she thinks that she is Jesus's wife. Right. She thinks she's Jesus's wife. Right. And so he cuts and the snakes off her. And she's supposed to be the lead of the whole nun place. Right. Of the convent. And so they make out for a hot minute and that's like, okay, cool. And then they flash back and she's standing. This is so embarrassing. She's standing in the middle of all of them with her arms outstretched because she's like hugging him or something. Yeah. And it's just like, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Everyone's like, what are you doing? So she gets sick because she's having this flashback or not flashback, but like this vision where the raiders from the first five minutes, the porno dudes are coming in and they're trying to assault her. Yeah. Sexually. And Jesus comes in on a white horse and cuts their heads off. Yeah. And kills them. As he gets off, it it, it turns out it's not Jesus. It's the guy who got bird shit on his face with the one eye. And he tries to, you know, get in there. Yeah. And so she's like, she doesn't want to go to sleep because that's where she gets her visions. All right. We're we're 30 minutes in. So... (laughs) so it keeps on going and eventually benedetta they give her a bedmate oh my god spoiler the bedmate is bardo obviously so bardo comes in and all of a sudden they're fine they've forgiven each other for the hand thing so they're cool bardo gives her a kiss and is like all right let's go to bed and they're not allowed to see each other naked right um and it was just it was weird because there was another vision where um, she's laying in bed and she sees she sees Jesus come to her. And in this incredibly terrible CG background, Jesus is nailed to the cross and he's got the crown of thorns and everything. And he's like, Benedetta, get naked for me because you are you have seen me struggling in my most vulnerable form. Let me see you in your vulnerable form. Right. She's like, okay. So she starts stripping. She goes up to him and she's like making out with him on the cross. So she wakes Obviously. up and she has holes in her hands and her feet like Jesus did on the cross, which is a sign of stigmata where you're like a super holy prophet. Right. You like Jesus speaks through you. Right. Right. And so everyone's like, oh my God. And Bardo wakes up and is like, what the fuck? But yeah. She's, she's in it. She's sending it. Right. So they call the bishop of the area and they're like hey hey boy come check this out they're like all right girl i'm on the way so and then they hang up the phone and um so he gets there and she's like and the reverend mother is like i don't think this is stigmata because there's no crown of thorns and stigmata happens whenever you're awake not whenever you're asleep right like she's an idiot She's faking it, essentially. Right. And he's like, yeah, but you never know. She doesn't have the crown of thorns yet. So then Benedetta is limping and she's at the statue, the Mary statue with her tit out again. And everyone leaves her. And all of a sudden a crash is heard and a glass is broken. And she has a a cut on her crown of her head. And it's like, oh, my God, she has stigmata. Like she she's the prophet. And everyone's like, but she cut herself with the glass. Like. (laughs) She like she cut herself with the glass, and everyone's like, "No, no, no! It's stigmata! It's stigmata!" <laughs> and so, it 
fast forward a little bit. Uh, we haven't gotten to the sex yet, by the way. We're about to, though. Um, the Reverend Mother and everyone are determining whether or not Benedetta is going to be the lead Reverend Mother of the convent. She turns right. out to be, like, they're like, okay, she's allowed to be the Reverend Mother. Right, because it's if the stigmata stuff is real, she is supposed to, that means right. that she's called to she be that. Is, yes. So the older woman, the Reverend Mother's like, okay, I give up my title. Because she's like, I really don't want to bother with this. Like, she knows that she will get in trouble if she defies right. this because this is so, like, you know, big deal. So right. um, she gets her quarters. Um, the Reverend Mother's daughter has, a, like, a freak out. She's like, she's not, like, she's faking it. And they're like, do you have proof? And she's like, no. She's like, okay, whatever. So she gets her room. Finally, her and Bardo have sex for the first time. It lasts maybe 30 seconds yeah which it's the 17th century or 1700s it's you know benedetta's first time i get it it was <laughs> it was quick she got in there and she got out yeah um poor bardo didn't get any no. only received yeah or, only no. gave only gave didn't yeah. receive any kind of selfish <laughs> um, but i think she was into it that seems like what she wanted there was a really weird part where she, Bardo was like straddling her and she was like, you know, like she was like laying down or whatever. And she put her hand behind her and put it inside Benedetta. Yeah. But it looked, it, it looked like Bardo was digging in her own ass to me. Hmm. And then she brought it out, and this is an exact quote. She went to Benedetta and was like, here, have a taste. Yeah. And I was like, she gave her her own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could could have been. And so I did... There was... It just... That's kind of where I stopped. And I would like to read the synopsis and how it ends. That's where you stop? That's where I stopped because I said... Okay, so that's why you don't think this movie was crazy. It was already crazy. No. No. Okay, how about you... Do you want me to do this? And no, then I you just tell me what tell I you the highlights. Okay, tell me I the highlights and you... then I'll tell everyone how the movie ends. I'm going to tell you some highlights. Number one, they carve a dildo out of jesus a jesus statue a wooden a wooden jesus and they hide hide it in like the bible they cut out i'm sorry pieces of the bible and hide it in the giant bible book and this is like that's why i was like when you said the sex i was like did you not watch the scene with the wooden jesus no, I didn't get to that. Okay, well, that, I'm look it up. You, you should watch that. So then, needless to say, someone put a peephole in her room. Yes, I saw that because the Reverend Mother moved a thing out of the way yes. so that she could watch because yes. she doesn't trust her. Yes. But she's being sneaky. Yeah. So people saw them together. Yeah. So then all of this drama... Wait, they used the Jesus dildo on each other? Yeah. Oh, and they hid it in the Bible? That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so then 
like was people... his head like the tip sorry sorry continue <laughs> people people start calling them out and benedetta throws her under the bus and like essentially says everything's on her what? i'm so sorry i have to stop you i forgot about one of the craziest parts oh, she no. gets possessed by jesus many times throughout this movie and has a manly voice yes and like yells yes it's that's how people think that it's it's so that's why i stopped that made me uncomfortable it's uncomfortable okay continue okay so um <laughs> Needless to say, she like throws everything on to the other girl. And says, yeah, says like, no, it's all her. She came on to me, whatever. So they like take her away and I think like beat the shit out of her and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. Um. <laughs> so then you keep freezing. I'm going to give it a second. Uh-oh. Oh, you're good now. You're good. Okay. Um, okay. So then, um, once she gets freed, she goes and she says, I wasn't lying. And she brings the Jesus sex toy and shows them and, like, gives it to them and is like see i wasn't lying this do is they what, have an orgy this is what i used to fuck her <laughs> do they like, have an orgy no oh um so then there's like they try to burn her at the stake because she's like a false false prophet liar whatever damn right and like uh I don't know. I guess for being gay, I'm not. I'm. I'm unsure. To be honest, I was loosely following the story. Was, she was a false prophet because she quote she may have like carved her own like stuff. Right. So, whatever. So then they okay. they realize like she's lying about everything, and they're like burn her at the stake. Yeah. So they try to kill her, but then the girl comes and saves her, mm -hmm. and they run away together. And at the end, they, like, have sex and they're there naked together and stuff. And then the woman's like, you dumb fuck, I don't give a shit about you. Benedetta, to the to the girl who's to like... Bardo. Right. And then the Bardo just leaves and walks off. The end. I would like to read the synopsis now <laughs> to piece in everything that you left out. Because there's a lot that happened yeah, that oh, you yeah. neglected to tell. Oh, yeah. But okay. needless to say, at the end of it, you do find out she was lying about everything. Yeah. She cut herself. She did it to her hands. She did everything. That must have been so painful. Yeah. To like put something through your hand. Oh, like, like even psycho. Like, like but, but it did not explain the voice. You probably went like this. So then they were like, is she demon possessed? Like, I don't know. <laughs> she probably went all right go ahead read the synopsis I'm sorry, I don't know why that got me. read the synopsis okay so i'm gonna kind of leave off where i stopped yeah yeah, yeah. go <clears throat> however sister christina the reverend mother's daughter informs her mother about the broken glass pieces she spotted on the floor beside benedetta 
She is suspicious that the wounds are self-inflicted. Benedetta's stigmata are no real miracle. Unable to keep their doubts herself, she speaks out against Benedetta during her confession, lying that she had seen her do it. During mealtime, she essentially says, you know, whatever, she's lying. And then no, her she asks her own mother. She asks her mother to kind of back her up, and her mother doesn't do it. And so she... Um... Oh, Christina jumps to her death. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that as Angry well. and distressed, especially after having witnessed Benedetta and Bardo engaged in an act of passion through a hole in the wall, Sister yeah. Felicita leaves for Florence to report this to the nuncio. Meanwhile, Benedetta dies suddenly after having asked the Abbey to close itself from the world as a plague started to ravage the countryside because she comes back to life. Yeah. Um, a little after Sister Felicita and the nuncino, or nuncio arrive at the co- convent in Pescia and learn of Benedetta's death, she resurrects. She confesses that she had been in heaven and had witnessed the fates of those present in the abbey. Notwithstanding Benedetta's curious behavior, the nuncio proceeds, wow, proceeds to investigate the truth <laughs> of Sister Felicita's allegations against Benedetta. In this investigation, Bardo is subjected to inquiry and torture until she gives in and reveals the wooden statue that Benedetta had kept hidden from the nuncio. Shortly after, Bardo is expelled from the convent. Sister Felicita finds out that she is afflicted with the plague, and nuncio orders to keep her separately in a chamber downstairs. Benedetta goes to speak to her, seeking forgiveness before she is to be executed, and whispers something into her ears during the visit. Later, when Benedetta is fetched by nuncio's men into the crown, she is initially calm and smiling, but soon reveals new stigmata. She, speaking in the angry male voice again, hints yeah. that the plague has entered the town of Pescia. Chaos breaks out as Anuncio's men try to burn Benedetta at the stake. Bardo manages to free her. The Nuncio is killed by an angry mob, and Sister Felicita burns herself at the stake instead. Benedetta and Bardo flee the town. However, Benedetta goes back to the convent, and we learn from a title card, which appears on the screen during its final moments, that she lived until the age of 70 in the convent. And the plague could not cause any damage to the town of Pescia. Yeah. I, at the end, I felt like I did not know exactly what the moral of the story was. <laughs> oh, it's Italian. not french yeah that sounds right (laughs) i was like french didn't seem right to me oh i was wondering what the french names were. yeah i was like none of these seem french (laughs) paul veroven's film benedetta is a biographical drama said to be loosely based on the very loose immodest acts the life of a lesbian nun in renaissance italy (laughs) but like while Sister Benedetta's story is said to have mythical resonances in Italian history due to its scandalous reputation and religious reasons. The thing is, she did not love this girl. She was just using her. Like, Yeah, sometimes you gotta do it if you're a false prophet. Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing was wild, and I was just like, this movie is nuts. I don't even know why I watched it or how I ended up finding I think, it. Which is weird, because you don't like nuns. No, I'm not. I don't typically watch things like that, but... As soon as you named it, I was like, Benedetta, that sounds familiar. How many things are named that? (laughs) 
it's certainly odd. It was, um, it was odd. I would say, so you recommended no one watch it. I would say there's a few I stick reasons. With it. I would say there's a few reasons you should watch it. I th- Okay. I think if you, since we have spoiled the entire plot of the movie, if you yeah. just want to see skip how through. bad it is. Yeah, just skip through a couple scenes. I think if you want to be, um, I think if you want to have a good chuckle, yeah. then you should watch this movie. I agree. I it's agree. very similar to watching like a cheap monster movie. Like you go in, it's funny, you laugh at the bad effects. Yeah. Like uh, the statue falling and then all of a sudden it cuts and she it's on her. She sucks and a titty. it's in her mouth. Tits in her mouth. Listen, tits in mouth is fine, but not if you're a child and not uh, if it's it, the virgin child, raised tit. Yeah, it was. The symbolism is great, but it just didn't do it for me. No, it was weird. That's kind of where I went, oh, this is not going to be a good movie for me to watch. Right. And that's where I went, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> well, it's very funny because you and I just react to things so differently. We really I didn't do. find it uncomfortable. I just went, huh, okay. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, and I went, oh, no. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I saw it happen. I was like, please don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. I said yeah. it out loud. Same. And I was she like, did it. I was like, please, no. Please. It, it please. zoomed in on it for a minute. Yeah. Like before it fell on her. And I was like, I was like, please. Someone's going to suck that tit. Please don't let this be that. And it was. And it was. It was. And I wish it wasn't still. The guy, in movie, the guy in movie was a lot better in terms of visuals and effects. Yeah. Um, in terms of story, I think Gaia also took the cake. There were no lesbians in Gaia, though. Okay. But, well, I feel like I watched this movie a really long time ago. I don't even know it when it was. It came out in 2021. Yeah. Maybe you that's why. What? Maybe it was new when I watched it. Do you know what? I bet I know when you watched it. I bet you watched it when you were house sitting for your mom. When you were watching all of the gay movies all the time. I think you're right. I think you're right. I bet that's when you watched it. And I was like, I'm just finding, I I was just watching crazy shit. Do you think that your mother would go back and be like, oh my God, Bethany watched a, a nun movie? No, I told you that. My mom and I, I haven't said this on the podcast yet, but my mom and I are doing a book challenge this year. Mm-hmm. We set a reading goal. I had said that I thought that we should try to do 50 books for the year, but my mom thought that that was too much. So we're doing 30 books. Um, and like on the app, you can see like, you put like a list in of like books mm-hmm. I've read, books I want to read, book that I'm currently reading. Well, I've started off the year strong because I didn't really think this through that like I'm shocked. I <laughs> I had decided this year, like I have never really gotten into like queer books. Normally, mm-hmm. like I'll read fanfic. Right. And I watch all of the movies and, and TV shows. A lot of queer books are fanfic, to be fair. Yeah, but, like, I've never, like, bought books, like, or searched, like, okay, books with lesbians as, like, the main characters or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's, I was like, oh, if I'm going to set a reading goal, I'm going to try to read as many, like, queer books as I can. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, I've so far read two books this year. 
she gets the girl <laughs> keeping you a secret <laughs> yeah. um, you're just really trying to show to your mom like hey i'm gay yeah yeah so um that's what she can see on my reading list she's gonna go um i i love that your head but i don't think i'm gonna be reading those yeah then i'm i'm currently reading the falling in love montage and the picture is just like two girls just walking together and falling in love and i was like are you you should make all 29 books lesbian books and have the last one be the bible (laughs) i read the whole bible the whole thing (laughs) i read the whole bible one time i have read through the bible way more times than i care to say um because we used to in like youth group and stuff it was like a a challenge thing and i did it for high school and i did so needless to say i've read through it like you know it's so funny i was just talking about this to one of my friends the other day um i was like yeah i started this or i did this reading challenge in second grade where they had a computer and it had a, a database of books and if you read them you would get points if you did well on a quiz and then um you could get prizes like in either in like in the classroom yeah and there was this one book because i loved to read as a kid shout out to the magic tree house um, <laughs> and there was this one book which was like a thousand pages okay. and no one had finished it because it was so long and i was like fuck that so i read it cover to cover don't remember the name of the book <laughs> but, and everyone was like i can't believe you did it like you're so like i felt The closest comparison I can make is that I felt like God. (laughs) It's the closest thing. (laughs) Because everyone looked at me with such awe and honor. Yeah. They were like, Like how most people look at me every day because I'm a woman. Right. Thank you for your service. (laughs) And and then I read Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, because that one was on there. Yeah. And they were like, you're in second grade. You shouldn't be reading Lord of the Rings. And I said, fuck you. I watch Lord of the Rings every day. <laughs> every day. Stupid bitch. All day long. Um, but yeah, it was just so like. And I've started reading um Malice, which you ordered. I won't talk about it. I did. But yeah, um, don't don't talk about it yet because it's on my list. It gets here next week. I'm just telling I'm just telling the audience what I told you. Okay, and that yeah. is lesbian sleeping beauty. Yeah, it sounds good. It's very good, good so far. Um I thought it was going to be difficult at first to understand like the lore. Yeah. It's super simple. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. This is fine. This makes sense. Um, It's very good. There's a second book coming out in February. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, I got to get it. Oh, it is by, I have it right here, Heather Walter. It's very good. Um, It was only like 17 bucks on Amazon. Oh, nice. So yeah um, well if we're gonna go into what we're reading watching listening to you're obviously reading malice i'm reading reading... okay i'd like to go on a small tangent go ahead i have i don't know how this happened but i have never ventured i told Alyssa about this I have never ventured into Percy Jackson and the Olympians fanfic before because it never, I read it as a kid, not okay. the fix, but like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I books. haven't read fanfic. 
Um, right, right. I've looked I, it up before. I've I looked it up and it's good. It's very good. I think I've only read one. There is a lot of um Artemis. And I looked it up a long time ago. Th- there's like 30,000 fics now. Oh, wow. There's a lot of Artemis and Percy. Artemis the goddess, obviously. And I was like, okay, like, I, that's not really what I'm looking for. I mean, it yeah. is fine. I read some. There's only like 2,000 lesbian ones. Yeah, you know I don't is, read anything with men. No, so. I know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of gender swap ones, though. Oh, I think because like they're gods and goddesses yeah. and stuff, like they can do that. Yeah. When I ventured into it, I was pleasantly surprised. Okay. I'm very into it. I love Percy Jackson. It's so good. And the show's coming out. So the movies were great. Movies were great. The movies were great. The second one, not so much, but it was because, still good. Uh, what's her face? Alexandra Daddario. Oh, she's so I love her last pretty. name. Daddario? Yeah. Daddario. She yeah. was really good in that rock movie with the earthquake, San Andreas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love those movies. Yeah, <laughs> disaster movies like I love um, disaster San Andreas, movies. Benedetta. They're so good. Benedetta, because <laughs> that movie was a disaster. It was. It truly was. Well, let me tell you about a book that you should read. Everyone should read it. It's adorable. It's a quick easy read is it the one that you're telling me about where there's no one fucks she gets the girl yeah i'm not reading that i was literally i need i need someone to be knuckles deep in somebody page 50 listen car got me this book for christmas she uh i'm so funny (laughs) she was like just randomly looking at things and was like oh i just saw that it was two girls on this book and so i got it for you Needless to say, it is adorable and everyone should read it. Hey, can I ask you something? Yes. (laughs) So, you know how you don't like spoilers and you don't read like tags and you don't read like the backs of books and stuff? Uh Uh-huh. Wasn't the title of this one kind of a spoiler? She Gets the Girl? Yeah. Well, okay. So, yes and no. I'm gonna. I'll give you some spoilers, okay? Because you're never That's gonna. Read it. I'm never gonna. Touch you're it. never gonna read it, but it's so good. Um. So essentially, the whole like premise of the book is there's this girl Alex, who, <coughs> excuse me, um, there's this girl Alex, who um is going away to college. Her girlfriend is in a band and the band is going on tour, but the book starts with them breaking up. They're already together? Can you listen to me? (laughs) The book starts with them breaking up. So uh, it's like this whole argument where um, her, Alex's girlfriend says like, you're emotionally unavailable you don't um like i can't trust you no one else will ever give a shit about you and all of your like shit that you have going on because her mom is an alcoholic and like she just has all this stuff so she kind of like doesn't open up much to people because Mm -hmm. she has like all of this kind of like just trauma in her life i mean just get over it right right so her girlfriend uh breaks up with her because 
she essentially says like you're a piece of shit and you're not a good girlfriend and no one will ever love you it's not nice what the fuck that's for you want me to read this listen a little hurt comfort so she goes away to college and she's like i'm gonna get her back i'm gonna prove her wrong i'm gonna show her that i can have friends without hooking up with them i can be like faithful i can you know care about other people and not just myself and so she meets this girl molly who molly has come to this school knowing that her crush from high school also goes there and in high school molly was like super shy didn't talk to anyone was like just kind of in the background of everything just watching everybody else do stuff um and so she's like come to college her she says her mom's her best friend she has no friends like her mom literally is like well I can come every week and we can get lunch together it's like all this stuff um you're not doing a great no, job I'm selling doing a, listen listen just listen okay so uh so Molly <laughs> comes with the goal of saying well I'm gonna get this girl that I loved for all these years in high school um and so it becomes about Alex trying to show her how to get this girl to fall in love with her and she thinks if she can prove look I'm this like unselfish that I helped somebody else find love she can win back her ex-girlfriend what a selfish thing to do If I can prove that I'm right. a matchmaker, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend will fall in love with me again. Right. Needless to say, through the you... entire through the entire book, her ex-girlfriend is ignoring all of her calls, refusing to talk to her, saying, like, I'm gonna see you when my band comes there. But if Alex doesn't answer her calls or texts, she like reams her out. And says, like, I told you you're a piece of shit. Who you were probably hooking up with some girl last night. And like, I'm like, why do you even like this girl? She seems horrible. And Molly is like the exact opposite. She's just like this sweet little girl. Does she get with Molly? Of course. They fall in love. Oh my God. Right. So like I thought these I thought these two people were getting back together, the toxic ones. And I was like, this is not, I don't want to read that. Right. So in uh, the end, maybe Molly, I will read this book. Right. Molly gets the girl that she wanted for so long and realizes, I want Alex. And there's no smut in this. None, but it's so cute. Mm. It's so cute. She runs to the library where she knows she's going to be. She sees her ugly yellow bike outside and she's like, I've got to get to her. And she's in this ball gown from going to this fancy event with this girl. And Alex is sitting there just sobbing because Alex broke up with the the other girl. She got back together with the other girl, too, and then realized that she was a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you should read it. I'm going to mail it to you. You can do that. I, I probably will read it if you mail it to me. So here's the thing. Okay, go. Currently on AO3 right now. Okay. I am about to look up 
this book that you just told me. Okay. I wanted to look up Benedetta first to see if there's. Oh no. <laughs> there are two works. Two. Wow. Two. More than I. Two more than I thought there'd be. Yeah, literally. I wanted to write it more in depth. Maybe have more episodes, but it's way out of my league, so this will have to do. Someone the, likes two people liked this movie enough. The Abbess Felicita was once a woman of influence, of power, but that also made her a target. There is no tags. There is no content rating. I love that. Nothing. The second one is Benedetta and Bardo. <clears throat> I'm gonna say the tags. Religious imagery and symbolism, mysticism, Roman Catholicism, historical references, feminist themes, blasphemy, occult, canon lesbian relationship, Italy, <laughs> implied non-con, which is not great, implied torture, blood and injury, plague, stigmata, trials, apocalypse. Wow. And there are a total of 3,000 words between both of these fics. So, what's great. the name? What's the name of this book? She gets the girl. She gets. Spelled that wrong. The first one <laughs> that showed word? up was in Wednesday. Um, she gets the girl. Ooh. Huh? Wait, are we going to talk about Wednesday Is it... in a different episode? Yes. Rachel okay. Lippincott and Allison Derrick. Is that yes. it's fine? Yes. There are Look. four works and she gets the girl. Oh, I will read them. Tell me about them. Okay. There's one that's mature and it's called She Got a Girl. Um, Alex Blackwood and Molly Parker. So cute. They're as much as I loved She Gets the Girl, we didn't get to see Alex and Molly relationship more. So I'm here to help out. TV trigger warning. Some parts will be not safe for work. <laughs> All right. Get us in there. A lot of chapters contain eating disorder. With who? I'll take it. I'll take it. There was nothing like that in the book. I'll take a little bit of smut with an ED. Um... Since the book cuts off as the two get together, this is my version of what their life is like after. Lesbian sex? Oh, but it's rated teen. Mm. This one's rated G. <laughs> okay. Uh, Molly and Alex spend time with each other's families over Thanksgiving break. That's cute. Could be cute. Like that. A little bit, of, a lot of fluff. Mm. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whenever her mom pulls out the alcohol, all I'm just gonna read the tags. Okay. Drinking, bad parenting, bike crash. Oh. Whenever her mom pulls out the all the alcohol, all, all Alex Blackwood wants to do is get away from home. So when she's able to, she does exactly that. Gets away. Unfortunately for her, today is not her lucky day. During her escape, she crashes into Molly Parker, literally with a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's her stupid yellow bike that you brought up it's either yellow or orange i don't remember yeah there's four works in that okay well do you want to know what makes it even cuter oh you told me this yeah the co-authors are married and it's their love story so they like breeze hold their love story 
which is adorable. But the main author has written a ton of other books, so I feel like I'm going to look up her books and see what other ones so she there's has. There's some spot in that one. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. It would be pretty weird to write smut between you and your wife, like, yeah, like in a book that's about you but not you. Yeah, like, do you just like be like, "Hey, babe, do you remember when we did this thing? Let's put it in the book. Let's put it in the book." Yeah, this is a really good. Put one. it in there as much detail as possible. Yeah, and then they just read their own stuff. Love that. As long as it's better than Bardo putting her finger in her ass and putting it in Benedetta's mouth or whatever happened. Yeah. No. And I've seen her shit. It probably isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is taking a turn. Uh, Needless to say, we've both watched and read quite a bit of queer content over this holiday break. And so we're coming back with a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Wednesday in an episode. Yeah, we are. Um, We've got to talk about Warrior Nun okay uh it got canceled by the way i know i sat through the whole first season which was horrible we'll, we'll talk about it in a different episode yeah i've got some things to say i've got some, I've got some <laughs> topics to bring up <laughs> we can talk about how all lesbian shows are canceled again <laughs> no. you know uh, what maybe benedetta will have a sequel let's hope let's i hope. could get down with that bring benedetta back bring it back it only left us in 2020. I'm going to stop fighting for First Kill and start fighting for Benedetta. Are you still fighting for First Kill? I'm always going to be fighting for First you Kill. You told me the other day, you said, I have something to tell you. And I said, <laughs> oh God, what's, is she sick again? Has something happened to one of the children? I rewatched First Kill. And I said, okay, I've got to stop this conversation from going any further. <laughs> no, I just had to, I felt like I really had to bring in the new year correctly. By rewatching First Kill. Oh, my hair is long enough to put up in a uh, little top knot now, officially. It's getting so long. And I was just going to say, because of your background, the shadows that keep going behind you make you look like you have long hair. I do. It's actually fun. her hair. Uh, for anyone wondering what my background is this week, um, it is Annie in her Titan form from Attack on Titan. And she's fucking hot. Teen Titans? <laughs> I could put Raven in my background. That's a much better Is that option. from Teen Titans? Yes. <laughs> you said Teen Titans? You don't know who the Teen Titans no! are? No! <laughs> you love DC. I know. I don't really know who they are, though. Robin, Starfire, Beast Boy, Cyborg, and Isn't Raven. Is a cartoon? Are you shitting me right now? There's Teen Titans, the cartoon. There's Titans, the live action DC show. I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that. I didn't know about it. <laughs> Benedetta, well, is that you? For anyone, <laughs> for anyone who's wondering what my background is, it's still the same picture of Sarah Catherine in her overalls leaning against the mirror. All right. Well, she everyone, just looks so cute. <laughs> thanks for listening. This episode, <laughs> you should. I think this episode doesn't need any cuts. 
It should and just that's be not played. a joke. I, I think it should just be played. I don't think that we really went off track. We really did a great job, I'm honestly. I'm not joking. I think you should upload it as it is, have an extra long episode for the first time back. And I say unedited? Should... Yeah, upload it tomorrow. Not right. a joke. What's... GGC After Dark is the What's title. What's today? Today is the fourth. Tomorrow is Thursday. I All right. We can upload yeah. it at midnight? Yeah. All right. So... Well, for those of you who are listening... Um, we just decided that we were going to put this in uncut. So this is the uncut version this that you have listened version. to. Um, God help us all. I don't think we said anything horrible. So if we so. did, sorry. Don't say anything <laughs> about it. Shout out to Peru. Shout out to Peru, to our 2%. Shout out to the French nuns in Italy. We've had, how many countries did I say people are listening from? Like 30 or something. 20. It's more than 20. I'll maybe go 110. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> We're blowing up. We're blowing up. All right. All right. Well, thanks, well, thanks everyone for listening. for listening. Thanks for coming back. Happy New Year. Well, thanks some of you for coming back. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Um, Thanks for watching. And we'll see. Oh, <laughs> is your deuces going to be left in here? It'll have to. We say right. it at the end every single time. Hit him with the deuces, Bethany. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And thanks. Deuces. So thanks, everyone, for joining us and listening this week. Yeah, thank you. You can find us online on Twitter at Gay Girls Club P. You can find us on Instagram at Gay Girls Club Pod. And you can find us on Patreon at Gay Girls Club. As always, tune in next week for another episode. Tune in next week for another episode. We'll see you then. See ya.